You're listening to a 7th edition Call of Cthulhu podcast titled Cthulhu in Cairo, brought to you by the Bardic College. Please remember to like, share, and subscribe to the show to receive notifications as our future episodes release. You can visit us on Facebook at the Bardic College. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello, my name is Lauren, but you probably know me as Catherine Ross. I'm here to let you know that if you love our content and want to feel the same dread, terror, and jubilation that I do, then make sure to check out Lurking Fears when you head out to your next convention. With a great group of professional storytellers, Lurking Fears is able to weave stories that will haunt you and take you to the very edge of madness, which is something I know a little bit about. Now, while specializing in Call of Cthulhu, Lurking Fears also runs games from a variety of other systems, so there's something for everyone. They're committed to running heavy RPG adventures that are driven by the narrative and, of course, by the player's choices. So, check out their Facebook page and follow them to keep on top of which con they'll be hosting games at next. Trust me, you will not be disappointed. Now, let's get back to the action and see what our Keeper Raz has in store for us. But if history has taught us anything, probably going to be bad news. Welcome back to Cthulhu in Cairo. I'm Raz. The whole team is with me with the exception of Ella, who is listening. So when we need Ella, she will be here. Uh, should that become available for us? We know that she's out there somewhere. We're just trying to figure out where. The team finds themselves on the River Elizabeth which is just, it kind of winds its way around uh, Darwin in the 1930s. And uh, they are now heading south. They're about, let's say, 20 miles outside of town. And they are, they've got another, but yeah, they are, they're finding their way along the river. And they are now past the really the last of the homesteads that would call themselves in the Darwin area. Um, and they're now, they've camped overnight with this man, Jake, <coughs> who has commented on how nice their scarves were that they picked up recently. And he is now, he's got them on the boat again and they're sailing. It's about six 30 in the morning. They had a quick breakfast and they're heading for the locks house. Jack, go ahead and make me or some, somebody decide for the team, make me a luck roll. Um, I know Jack, your luck is probably the highest in the team at the moment. Yeah, I, I got good luck. It's a 74. So I'll, oh. I'll do it if you guys want. And you do. So, Jack, you not far off the river bank, about 40 minutes into your journey. So you're figuring you're more than halfway now uh, of the what was remaining of the nine miles or eight miles. You're about you do see smoke from like a recent campfire. Um, Jake says, well, there you go. If you're looking for uh, for some of the native peoples, you're probably over there. Uh, <clears throat> they tend to be about pretty early, so we may have missed them, but. That fire looks like it was just, uh, it's still out of smolder. So you may be in luck. You want me to bank up in here and you can go take a look? I, I look back at the others. Consensus. Yeah, nodding, approving. I look back at yeah. Jake. Like, yes, sounds good. Sounds fine, Jake. All right, I speak uh, <clears throat> I speak a little Aboriginal, uh, a little bit of the, of the tongues here. There are several dialects, but uh, they're this close to us. They should be able to make through with what I know. Um, I can come with you, but if I say back off, it's uh, we head for the boat, turn our backs, we don't run, and we make our way back to the boat. We no, just that, move that's on. That's fine, and and I, I don't, I, I can't speak for the others, but I, I didn't actually expect you to act as interpreter, and I could, I, I, I will pay you extra uh, out of my pocket for that if you'd like. Not sure how you were going to make conversation with them. Uh, do you speak the language? 
No, I don't know that I actually thought that far, to be honest with you. All right. Um, if you want to go it alone, you're more than welcome. I, I'm just thinking. No, no, probably... no, no. I'm saying I, I would gladly take your service and pay you oh. for it. That's what I'm saying. Right, right. No, that's uh, not a problem. Let me. Uh, I'm going to keep the motor running. Uh, does anybody want to stay with the, with the little boat here? They're more than welcome to do that and keep the hand on the tiller. That would make it a little bit quicker for us to back out. Should uh, and make our way. Should something go wrong? Are you asking us to separate the party, Jake? No, because the fire shouldn't be more than about. <laughs> It's about 60 feet off the bank. Uh, it's not very far. So if anything, they've probably heard the boat approaching, uh, being, you know, that out here there's, like, no sound. It's pretty damn quiet. One of us should stay with the boat. He doesn't think it's a bad idea because that way you can keep it running and not in, and you can kind of just leave it in idle and you can hold on to the bank as opposed to mooring off and then having to get the – because he said yeah. we run into one wrong person or, you know – Right, and you're gonna take we off. Just don't and this know. is probably yeah. a diesel too, so you want to keep it running. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I personally think that either Bottom or myself should stay in the boat because Jack and Faye have seen, you know, well, and I've have the most experience with. Um, seen natives. I haven't seen Aboriginals. Yeah. At least not yeah. that I know no, of. No, no, uh, like, um, no. In the, I mean, well, in the vision in the hallway or something. Faye saw them in the hallway yeah. in the vision. Yeah, I'm the one who saw them. So, so I think the people that have less experience with. Um, native individuals and that's that's perfectly fine. If you want, to, well, Adam, is, if you want to is go, there, you want to stay behind. Is is there a need for somebody to stay with the boat? Is that what Jake is saying? He's kind of suggesting yeah. it'd be better to leave the engine running and not have it tied off, but just have someone stay. holding on in case. Yeah. Um, in that case, then I, then I would stay with Kate. I don't okay. think it would be smart to leave. <laughs> A per, you know anyone right, on their own right right because at least yeah. then we're, we're splitting we're, we're like there's hmm. two of us and then three of us kind of thing. all right so yeah. you step we'll out play whist or something Whists. um the bank is, is about is that what you call it the no, bank is about four and a half feet high um okay. you know uh, uh, just angled up you make the climb it's not too bad he looks around he's making sure there's nothing hiding in the brush you know that and as you cross up and over the the top he kind of goes first and the two of you go with it you see, like, four men and two women uh, around, just around a small fire. They, they didn't. They kind of just slept on the ground. They're they're not using any type of covering or tarp. Um, stripped down, pretty, pretty much down to you know just loincloth pant. You know something covering their you know the midsections and um, just painted. Not, Faye, you're noticing not the heavy paint as as ritualistic or involved as what your vision had so okay. if you're if if this is not painted to that extent um this is more like just a little face marking to individualize the body artistic but not anything that looks like, like the it's, white yeah not that high ritual look of what you saw in your vision okay he makes the approach. Now, we're going to do this in English, everyone, because I'm not going to sit here and it would be crazy for the listener to hear me talk and me answer myself with Jack asking questions. So, Jack, I'm just going to say that whatever you say, that they, uh, you he and interprets Faye, it, right. Yeah, That's Jake fine. interprets it and gives you the answer that you well, hear and, and from And Faye me. can answer, too. I don't have to yeah, yeah, of course. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Whatever the two of you say, this, it's just going to be. more experience than I do, well, as far as I think. <clears throat> I don't know. So, uh, he yeah. gives them a greeting and then he hears, you know, greeting. You he and he kind of goes into what that you know they're you know he brought some people from across the big water to talk to them about 
you know, what he calls the, the twins. And that's that's where we'll pick it up. So they're they they nod. They're like, okay. Uh, I'll take my hat off and sort of like sort of hold it in front of me, uh, mm-hmm. sort of be less uh, intimidating. And, I'll do the uh, same thing. Yeah, and I'll just say we and I, I you know, kind of we have come with two others, um, trying to find our friend. Our friend has gone missing. And we were told the twins might be able to help us. Missing in Big Village? No. Missing at sea before we got here. The lake. The big lake. Yes, yes. And I sort of make the yeah. the symbol for the you know, for the ocean. They they know go to lake. They stay here. Trying to think how it's. I look at I look at Faye and I'm like, how do I how do I sort of explain that we believe that it it's more supernatural than natural. I'm trying to think. Um... Are you go you go to see twins? Ah, oh, I know, I know. And I I say to her, I go, what if we beat the drums? That might do. You, do you think? It's worth a shot, or we could just say that we want to see. They just asked if we want to see the twins, and I mean, we do want to see the twins. Do we want to go with that first before we start drumming on our thighs again? Yeah, no, it's it's fine. Whatever you whatever you want to do is fine. Okay, I'm open. Um, then I'll say yes. We would like to meet with the twins. They knew our friend. We're hoping they can help. No harm. No. No, 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 no harm. And I, I put my hand like sort of on my guns and my knives and show that they're staying in their in their holsters and things like that. You know, none, none of that. They see. They see far. They know what we know. They speak. I say, Answered. Our, our friend disappeared. One minute she was with us, here with us, the next minute, gone. Could they maybe help us find her? And then I sort of, you know. Jack, you're wearing your sunglasses, I'm assuming, right? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Uh, He says, they see far. True. Protected. Village, okay. not happy, but not them. Can they can, see? Can you take us to them? Can we? Can we go to see them? You have permission. We not stop you. Boat okay. take you. You okay. come by boat. Yes. He says, Jake, fair man. Jake take you. Jake safe, and Jake interprets it. Says I'm safe. I offer them tobacco. I offer them, uh, you know, I first I offer them tobacco out of the pouch. I show the pouch, and then I show um, tobacco and cigarettes. And I said, "Would you like some? Could we?" S- no, no. He well, he says, "Not time. 
need need vision here, not and he goes like this, not here, high, not yes, to sir. sky. I understand. I understand. Must be here now. <laughs> I look to her and I smile and say, We understand. We understand. Yeah. He says Stay grounded. But they they see everything. Yes, then we must see them because we think that they can help us. Well, I hope you find friend. Losing friend is very sad. Not good. Breaks heart. Well, thank you so much for your for your assistance. We are indebted to you. We watch. And as you're walking away, he just says, no harm. No harm. Okay. Yeah, you get in the boat. And Jake's like, yeah, that's pretty much... That's what keeps Darwin from coming down here in mass and making a mess of things. Um, those boys, uh, they've always been a little bit on the weird. Um, don't know what brought them here originally, but brought all their curios and odd things down here, thinking that they'd add to the collection and then one day bring it home. Um, but instead, they decided not to leave. Not sure if it's because of those people and then the kids went missing. Tyken. Jake, when did they come here again? Have you mentioned? Uh, Edgar mentioned? and Elroy? Yeah. Oh, probably. Well, I was a young boy when the sh when they finally opened the ship and they'd been here a couple years. By then, I'm going to say probably 20, 22 years ago. So they came here visiting and with the intention of leaving, and then they decided to stay. Mother tells me that it was always their intention to set up shop. My father said that wasn't entirely the case, the way he heard it. When they came, they were looking for – they had been – came here, new place, new area, and wanted to pick things to bring back home, um, sort of talk to the locals, get an idea of the land. Uh on their way back from somewhere else, my father used to say. My mother said that wasn't true. She always knew them that they were coming here to, to settle. Uh, chased out of wherever they were. Which is the story that, unfortunately, a lot of the people in Darwin tended to hold on to. And when the kids went missing, they said it was all tied into them being chased out of wherever they were before this. So, they've never had a good reputation among... Eh, hard to make friends with them. Very odd. And you don't know where they were before they came here? Never asked, miss. Not what my about business. their accent, Jake? What, Hard to yeah, place. Um, not as, you know, obviously they don't speak exactly like us, but um, your friend over here, he, not like him either, uh, nor the two ladies or yourself, sir. So, Interesting. Um, hard to know. French, but, maybe? Italian? German? Nah, Locke? Uh, maybe German. Irish? G Irish? I don't know. Welsh? Scottish? I, Something. I don't know. Could be. British Isles? Lithuanian? <laughs> Just list Sem every European country. Saint-Tropez? Both the saint That one neighborhood in Morocco? Right. <laughs> off of, off of Floak Street? Uh, yes, so... You get back in the boat, and within another half hour or so, you're you're there. It it's a, a shop with a with a pier, 
Um, that's part house, part shop. It, it, it was erected in the middle of nowhere. Uh, it has a small cemetery attached to it, which is odd, um, considering that, you know, they've supposedly been but it's this little gated area that looks like a cemetery off the side. Um, and it's right on the side of the river. Yeah. So the pier comes into the river and they've, you know, they've cut away so that you can walk like a boardwalk and that goes up to the house that sits about a hundred feet off the river. And next to it, there looks to be what at first looks like a cemetery. It's it's sticks in the ground and this little wrought iron fencing that they've put up. It's probably only about 40 by 40. And then the house with the shop, but it's just this, it just says locks, L-O-C-K-E-S. And the sign's kind of at an odd angle. It's not quite right. Like the house is, all, you know, it's been here for a little while since they were chased out of the vill- out of, out of Darwin. But um, yeah, it just doesn't look like it's well kept and any, you know, paint's already chipping a little bit, but it's a harsh sun. I mean, it's, you know, right. these places tend to get aged pretty quick if they're not well treated. So um, not a lot of trees around it. Just has a, w- a well pump out off the side, so- off the other side, kind of for dr- you know pulling water up out of the ground. So, well, I suppose there's no time like the present to try to find these chaps. Suppose you want me to wait so I can bring you back. Yes, yes, if that's possible, I, I think it would probably be best. Uh, we're not looking to stay. No, I brought jerky and some fruit. I can sit here for a while, not a problem. I I, I keep a book in my medical bag if you'd like one. Um, not really. Wouldn't know what to do with it. Great. Don't need to take a shite, so I'm okay. My goodness. Um, just thought I'd f- offer. Hate to rip up your journal over something so superficial as that. I'm just going to dig a hole, <laughs> but I'm good. I... Very, 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 uh, very um, of you. industrious of you. Um, if anybody needs me to leave a leave one open, I can set that up. You're very kind. Um, thank you. I, everyone. Um, I guess we'll head in. Right. Yes. Yeah, so you walk up to the front door, and there's a a bell that's just the most fugly looking. What the hell? It's it almost looks like. It has a mechanism that makes sense to something that you would see in Europe, but the face is like a, it's a circle with a wide open mouth, like a, like just almost frog-like. And when you pull on the chain under its chin, it it makes this terrible racket. (laughs) Like it rings, but it's like the bell's broken. Like something's not right with the mechanism. And it, and, and the arms kind of just jerk like from the counterweight of the, of the string. It just kind of, like it's doing this, <laughs> like that, and it's just like who the hell? That's an oddity, but why would you even want it? Doesn't makes terrible noise. And this guy opens it. He's about five foot five, uh, glasses down on the bridge of his nose, uh, mostly balding, uh, graying around what le- what little hair is left. Starting, you know, the center of his head is bald. You know, it's kind of balded out. Uh, not in the typical Australian garb. He's got a, sh- a regular shirt on, suit pants. Regular shoes, you know, dress shoes. Not like he's going to be out in the dust at any time. Like, he mostly, obviously, stays pretty much indoors. Uh, and he opens the door, and he's like, yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, guests. Welcome. Welcome to Locks. Who, who's that there in the boat? Oh, 
Oh, Jake brought you. Oh, well, I'm Edgar. Hello. Um, welcome. Uh, you must, you must be interested in, in coming inside. May I, may I offer you a place inside in the shade? Uh, it's yes, very nice to meet you, please. Edgar. Um, this is Miss Dawson, Miss Ross, Mr. Gavrilov, and I am Jack Cavendish. And, uh, we are hoping that you might be able to help us find someone who is lost. You have someone lost too? Oh, yes. then you must come inside. It's frightfully important that you're here then. Please. And he lets you in. The house on the, the is the living room. So the shop is the lower half of the house. Kitchen, so it's the dining room, the, the what would be the formal living room. It's just room after room. So it's not all open. It's not this like true shop. It's a home that they've basically used whatever monies they've made to just buy more shit. It's Sanford and Son for the occult. Nice. All right. Hell yeah. It's it's uh, Elizabeth. I'm coming to join you, honey. Right after I hang this, you know, this shrunken head to the wall. It, it Everywhere you turn is something else that is just a little bit more odd. It's an oddity shop. There's things under glass. There's curios. You know, it's you actually see a sign that has, um, you know, the Thesopical the Society and um, what's her name? Uh, Madame Blavatsky. Blavatsky. You see her picture, like, you know, in, a, in almost with candles underneath it, lit all that, like lit. That's almost like an altar. They've these these guys. If there was a group that was going to have Ella over for tea. And you were going to pick her up there. This would be the guys that would do it. Yeah. He shuts the door behind you. The house is cool. Considering it's in the sun baking, it's already about you know, 9.30, 10 a.m. Uh, you know, by, you're already starting to get that, ooh, look, every time I take a step, I'm getting a little bit of sweat. But you're not in here, it's actually cool. Um, and he's just, he's, Del, would you care for a refreshment? You must have been on the river for some time to come down from Darwin. I, I have lemonade. Sounds great. I love lemonade. Well, I do too. That makes three of us. Gentlemen, a refreshment? No, as, as one of us it sounds. I, I think I'll take a pass, and, and just if you don't mind, I, I might have a pipe. I, I have some. Do you have your own? I we do. Can, we can I share do. one. This is actually from the Americas. This one is, this is and, he, and he picks something up. He's like, this was smoked by by sitting bull himself we picked it up when we were over there we did some time in the americas before coming here you take a look at it Uh, if you like it you can use that we can even sweat large later i know how to do that let me get the lemonade lemonade lemonade. and he walks off if jack wasn't wearing glasses he would be big eyeing the girls and vadim i would like to point out that he is eccentric loves this man I want to be his friend. Catherine wants, wants to, to like, shoot him. you know, Please. just crawl into a corner. I think both Faye and Melinda are just kind of like, oh come on, like, huh? Yeah. So, t- so here's the lemonade, G- gentlemen. I brought a pitcher and two extra, two extra tumblers in case you find a place that you wanted to, in your thirst, to quench it. Yes. He puts it down. Very kind. Very kind, and I yes, yes, yes. I light my pipe, and then I uh, I look over towards Vadim, offer him a cigarette. 
I accept. So, so who's missing? I, I can only tell you that my heart breaks currently as well because I have someone near to me who is also lost. I'm so sorry to hear that. Who's missing? My brother. Oh. Oh, very interesting. Mm-hmm. How long has he been missing? Oh, let's see. This would be the third, twelve, eleven, ten, uh, thirteen, twelfth day. When did Ella go how, missing? How long has Ella been missing? Twelve days. Good, good grief. Good gravy. I um. <clears throat> I set the lemonade down. I haven't taken a sip yet, and I go. That's quite a coincidence because our friend has also been missing for 12 days now. Have you heard from her? No, that's what missing means, is that we haven't seen or heard from her in 12 days. No, no, that's not what missing means. What missing means is that you're not there. It doesn't mean you haven't heard from her. I've heard from my brother. He's just not here. Well, we most certainly have not heard from our friend. At least we don't think that we've heard from her. How could we Maybe tell if we Maybe you just don't heard? have the ability to listen. Do, mm, he pours the lemonades and he hands them out. He says, what is your friend's name? Ella. Ella Walcott. Ella Walcott. Oh. Do you know what I have? Oh, I believe. Yes, I do. One, one minute. Picked these up not too long ago. Came in, you see. Came in on a ship steaming south. Found them, they did, yes. This nautical charts and if you look they were possessed by a captain of a ba- of a ship the the Gertrude Dobbs Ella Walcott supposedly was on that ship we have its manifest yes here here it is just over here amazing that you would come all this way to meet me and I have some of the things that she actually touched that is rather bizarre how charming when you say you have spoken to your brother, but he's not here, yes, is he in the other place, the other dimension? Oh. Well, may I show you something that might answer that question for you, Mister 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 Cavendish? Cavendish, who you are very, you are quite strong, Mister Cavendish. May I? You have a presence about you. May I show you something that might explain how I've heard from my my brother? Yes, of course. Hmm. He picks up this and shows it to you. See if anybody knows what this is. I'm sure Scott probably does, being that he's been there. Scott knows everything. (laughs) That sounded so mean and sarcastic, Scott, and I did not mean that at all. I so go, he go says, ahead, Scott, say it, you bitch. <laughs> so does anybody know? You, okay, so that is an Australian I item. See, I can't see it. You can't see it? It's under oh, Darwin. Oh, now I you can. See? Now I can. Okay. I don't know what that is now. Unless it's a broken boomerang, I have no idea what it is. <laughs> okay. Um. It's called a Turnbull. And what it does is, well, you know, if I don't have that much room in this room, but if you follow me to the dining room, just for a moment, I can I can demonstrate. It's uh, what so is this listeners, made out of? It's the one is a flattened stone, oh. and the one is a long stick. It's a stick, and it's on a piece of rope about two and a half feet. Connected. 
Yeah. And he goes over to the dining room and he's like, but this is not, not quite the best reception, I bet. But he starts spinning it over his head. Oh, it's that sound maker. Oh, is, it a, is it a bull roar? Yeah, yeah. bull roar, Turnbull. They have different names for them, yes. And he, oh. he starts spinning it and he goes, Elroy. What? You see? It tires my arm, but I can't get through to him. We have guests. What? He wants to know why. He's always so inquisitive. Let's do this maybe later, but maybe I can reach your friend this way too later. But this is this one is sort of tuned to Elroy. This is how I'm able to reach him even when he's gone. So could we, if I were to spin that device... Would I be able to call forth Ella from that same place? Maybe, but not quite sure. You have to tell me exactly what happened to her, though, because maybe I would have to do it and then ask Elroy, and Elroy's very particular about who he speaks with. Why don't (laughs) you tell us what happened to Elroy first? You said he went missing. Did he go missing from here? Wandered off. Said he had somewhere to go took a small bag and headed south. Why would anyone want to leave this fine home? I don't know. How's your lemonade? Divine. Perfect acidity. I have I have them bring in lemons every other week. Sometimes they go a little spoiled, but you're lucky. We just got our delivery on Monday, so they're quite fresh. Capital. God, count our lucky stars. Capital. Um, um, the lemons, good God. Um. So he wandered off. Yes. He wandered off. Now, what were you about to ask about? No, Ella? I was going to say if you think you can reach her, is she got? Does she have gifts? Elroy is she gifted. Does. Oh, she, she oh. does. Yes. Ella is gifted, and Ella's probably doing everything in her power to try to reach us right now. So, if there's even a chance that we might be able to connect with her using this thing, we would like to try now. I put my hand on Faye's forearm, looked at her, and then look at the guy and say, Faye and myself can see into that place. We have both been there. Have you been there? Uh, me? Oh, well, um, me? I've, I have... I have wandered, but not far from here. I I can, how does one say? I can walk without actually walking from he, from this house. I can move about. Elroy's not that way. Elroy has will live physically leave, but I can do it without leaving. Does that make any sense? Does that make uh, Does that help you at all? I hope it is does. It, is it like your your spirit can travel? separate from your body? You travel outside your body. Yes, but it's quite perilous because unfortunately we are not, um, how do you say, some of the old things that live here don't like us poking about much, which is all the more fun of why we do it. No, so no, I was about careful. to ask, so why do you do it? Well, because that, don't, you have to understand that when the convergence comes, you see, which what is now? that far... Convergence? I heard you. 
well, the first you time. Then you know what I'm speaking no, about. No, no, I I know it's a word in the English language. No, there's but uh, let, let me. There's so much going on. Let me start with the books. The um, yes, yes, yes. Where is De Sousa's um, uh, studio? A plantain, platados, escurios. Uh, it's over here. Yes, it's over here. Just, just a moment. I'm going to. I had it in the kitchen for a for something. Yes. So this book, uh, dated back to the 1720s, was written by a Portuguese astronomer, a woman, who claimed that she saw convergences, uh, ripples in space, uh, galaxies that come together for moments like fingers of your hands when you wiggle together like the steeple and the the people and the... Yes. And when they touch, two places can intersect. You see, and it changes what you see and where you go. And I'm afraid that perhaps when and that Elroy might have been caught up in one. Twelve. Yes, that's what we are concerned might have happened to our friend. Mm, because about 12 days ago, the, uh, if by this book, that date would have been one where there was something possibly going to happen. But I, the, the calculations are off. She, she was amazing at studying the stars, but not so much the planet, you see. So wasn't quite sure exactly where it would touch down. Elroy thought he had an idea, so he left and did that. But now he's gone. Hasn't made his way back. And have you been able to walk since then? Without moving? No, I wouldn't leave the shop alone. <laughs> Silly. What if somebody wanted to buy something? No, no, no. I mean walk without moving. I, I can't leave. If I do that, I'm totally... A, I, I, I can't... I can't... I mean, my Right. Body Your body would be... Alone. In peril. Yes. Not the way to... Not the way to run a, 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 cur, a curio shop. Do you know how we might be able to open that doorway again? We had some success in the area where we lost our friend. Where, 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 where was that? In the Out at sea. A sea? Which, where, where at sea? Probably the midway point between India and here. I'm not sure if it was still in the Indian Ocean or... Indian Ocean. Now, that, see, Elroy, <laughs> I told you it was going to come down into water this time. It was not going to hit where you thought, silly bird. But yes, you see, that could have happened. And then things would, would, would be different. You would be there but and here. Else. Correct. Yes, that's very much what uh, happened. Here, where's the here? Here, like, your house? Here, well, like no. Poland. Well, it depends. It, where you were was out on water, and water can have a quite powerful effect on the way these convergences go off. It's like scooping. See, just picture if you took your hand and quickly went into a bucket of water and you s pushed it up, you'd spill some over the side, but you'd have some in your palm, and that's where it happens. And until you let it go back, it's sort of who knows out of place. You're out of place. Oh, your friend is not only handsome, but quite smart. So how do we get the giant cosmic hand to put the water back in the cup? Well, the funny thing is, in the next several months, it's going to happen again. 
but she seems to have given a very important point on the last time it touches down, which is um, about four months from now. And in that one, she says, it'll be over a conjoinment of three obelisks, three points that supposedly lead to some sort of a gate or gateway. They, uh, one will be black. And <laughs> this time in the, actually on ground, like maybe a desert or something similar. Yes, that's why Elroy thought it would be this one. But see, I think he was always off on his calculations. Egypt. Are you, are you talking about Egypt and the Great Pyramids? Well, it could be. Cairo. We have to wait four months. I think I'd like to try to talk to Ella, see if we could ring her up, so to speak, on the device you are spinning. What is the name of that device? Well, you called it what you called it. We call it Eternal. I had heard the term uh, bull roar, but uh, uh, I am yes, from another yes. continent. I am from Africa, so it. Used for different names. purposes. All it does is create a, because of the stone and the way it's shaped and the cut and it's been blessed, it creates a, um, a rift. And sometimes you can hear voices through it. That's all. Nothing too crazy. Nothing too no. dangerous. That's it. So essentially, the the sound that it Spin makes, the the motion, creates a temporary, or a temporal disturbance that allows the two sides to communicate through a portal, so to speak. Yes, right speed, right frequency, but that's the point. That's the general... Could your brother come back, then? If you got the speed and the frequency correct, could he walk back through? Oh, no, 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 no. No, it's for sound. Only sound. sound. Might we try it for for, uh, Ella? Well, it's not tuned, and she's not expecting it. Elroy knows that I would try to reach him occasionally, but I can easily... I, I mean, I can try... I can try. Would it be better if either uh, Faye or myself spun the bull roar? Well, I, 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 this is my only one for my brother. I, 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 I would really prefer not to have it, you know, in the hands of a, of a non-adept, if you understand. But, I, I, but I'm willing to try for you. Uh, I, I looked at Faye. How do you feel about this? I mean, we either make something happen or we don't, right? We're sort of trapped here. I say we go with him first, and we'll go from there if we don't have our answers. What say you, Catherine? Don't just stare at me, Catherine. Catherine say sne- something. Catherine sneezes violently off of Mike. I know, I know. <laughs> um, I... I think I'm too damn impatient to wait four months to try and get her back. So, I guess we could try something. Madam, it's all for one, one for all. What are your thoughts? Anything that gets uh, Ella returned to us in safety is what we need to do. Yes, my thinking as well. I fear for her in that place and what she might be going through, or if we will even be able to bring her back. We're bringing her back. All right, my strange new friend. You, uh, we will call upon your services. Well, well, of course. Um, Everything has a price. What is yours? Well, um, I I, I, I was hoping that when I did a reading this morning that it was going to be a little bit more, how can I say, um, uh, 
not quite as accurate. I, I, the reason I was hoping that was because I didn't have your name, but I do have, well, you, you, and he taps at his, at his spectacles and he points at your spectacles. So I take my spectacles off and I look at him and say, <gasps> yes. Oh, that is interesting. Now, may I ask how you came by those? Well, say they were gifted to me as part of a curse. Really? Touching something I should not have touched. Didn't mean it vulnerable. to happen. Well, that's okay. Because here's what I know about you. See, when I read it, I was like, oh, there's no way. I mean, customers multiples and that type of a well i don't want to say ailment but um uh, affection or affliction or whatever you wish to call it how amazing that's the word i was looking for but it also said something else about you now that i know your name mr cavendish and it said that you walk under a guided sign a protected sign you have special protection. Did you know this? No, I'm not terribly shocked, but I did not know. No, I was raised uh, by a native, pretty much by a native village. Mm. I'm from Africa. Mm, Kenya. Yes. Quite. I could hear it in your speech. He's been all over. Yeah, like, wow. Like, what? Okay. But he does. And then he says, well, my price is simple. This is your finger. This is a small knife. This is a vial. Just a little prick. That's all I need. Yes. And then I will attempt to reach out to your friend and answer any questions that either she or perhaps my brother, if he could find her, could help you with. What do you want with Jack's blood? Yes. Yeah, what exactly are you going to do with that? What What is the point of taking my blood? Well, you see, the visions, the effect that he's seen into the other world, and the and that the this the reading I did said that he is blessed. He's blessed with a particular sigil that protects in times of great crisis, and I could use that right now. That would be very helpful to me. Are you trying to say that if you could get your eyes on something, that it might protect you? The a particular sigil, yes. I suppose I'm quite damned as it is already. Won't hurt. Yes, that's what the devil would say. Um... I I look back at them and I'm like, I don't I don't want to come across afraid because I'm not afraid, but we'll just say that we've seen quite a bit, and um, I now can see quite a bit more, um, and uh, because of those things, I am somewhat trepidatious. So I I will do this for her. If it is what must happen. But uh, look out for me. 
should I fall as you did last time? Always. I take my uh, take my knife out, hold it up, and show the bushwhacker. Yep. No, my knife, not the my... <laughs> bushwhacker is is for the weeds. That's gonna get a wonderful, nice, wonderful infection from that. So you, yeah, you cut and draw off, you know, enough blood to fill half the vial. Right. So what are we talking about? An ounce, ounce and a half. Um, he corks it, shakes it. Ooh, yes, this will we'll take care of that very soon before it coagulates. A little bit of powder will make that from happening. Um, just a moment. And he sets that and he shakes it again. He's like, no, that'll, that'll keep nicely. I just have to, um, yes. And we'll, mm, thank you. And he puts it in a box. And when he puts his hand, he rubs it across the top of the box. The lock goes and kind of formulates into something that looks like a Chinese puzzle box. And he's like, so you're not going to use that now? Oh, no. No, that's for me later. Once once this is settled, I don't want to keep you. I know you have a ride waiting outside. And Jake can become impatient if my guests don't go back to his boat within a normal amount of time. He starts to think that they've oh, something's happened to them. Hmm. <laughs> One can only wonder. We're completely harmless. Yes, yes. And 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 as always, those who say they are harmless are far from harmless. You tease. Let's shall we go outside? More room. I'll get a better frequency there. And then you can we can hopefully reach your friend. Um Ella. You may want to bring that manifest. It uh because her name and her notes are in it and um some things that she jotted down when she was uh using the maps. Some longitudes and latitudes we think are in her penmanship. So if you bring yes, and I'll bring out this way. And he walks you outside to the back. Okay. He steps out back. Um, there's plenty of room out here. The uh, What looked like a cemetery you're now seeing isn't quite a cemetery. It's just a really weird garden that has stakes that kind of are angled, and he's growing all kinds of things. Catherine, when you look at it medicinally, it's it's some things that are definitely medicinal, others that are probably poisonous. Oh, good. But again, some medicinals are poisonous in the wrong, you know, the wrong yeah. vo- Every- volume or amount. Everything's poisonous with the right quantity. There you go. Preach it, sister. So he takes it and he starts going sideways first. He's like, well, out here, like I said, it should be a little bit clearer on his voice. Elroy has such a beautiful singing voice. If you ever have a chance to... I hope we're blessed one day. Now, what starts out really fast, after about a minute, just becomes this... It's like he's got it to such a speed and the rock is fluttering so fast that you're barely hearing it whistle as he's going over the top of his head. And he slowly makes circles with it, right? He's looking left, looking right, looks at all of you, comes back around and you hear, Elroy! Brother. There you are. Oh, so much clearer out here. Tried the dining room before. But have not fucking broken anything. No, no. Just trying to demonstrate for our friends. What is Elroy? What do you think that there's their friend? They have someone missing too, on the convergence out at sea. I told you it was above water, and there, sure enough, her name is, believe it or not, Ella. Ella Walcott. You don't say. 
Yes, but we're hoping to eventually try to reach her, but I figured I'd start with you. I tried to explain, this one is attuned to you, brother. I know the speed. I know the frequency you operate at. Are you well? No. Can you make it back? I'm worried about you. It's been 12 days. You must be, well, starting to suffer. What is their question, brother? What can I do to help them? Well, we need to find Ella. Ella, Ella Walcott. She, and in turn, we can hopefully find you. She went you. to the other side like you did during the convergence. Taken there. Taken there for her own good. For her own good? What do you mean by that? Elroy, what do you mean for her own good? Saved her. Shadows. Shadow figure. Saved her. Brought her here to keep her from harm. The shadow figure is trying to keep her from harm? Or there is a shadow figure trying to do her harm so she was brought to the place? Came through fast. That doesn't answer my question. But had her with him. It was keeping her safe. Keeping her safe or keeping her prisoner? Brought her a long way. A long time. So she's traveled through time. How can we bring her back? At the rock. Find the hole that flows with water at the rock. And then? Brother, and then? What were you paid? You did this for free? No, no, no. Um, the man speaking is um, known as Mr. Cavendish. Mr. Cavendish has the sight of sights. He has the sight of the dead. And he gave me a vial of his blood. <laughs> and that's where we'll end it for tonight. Can't get enough of Cthulhu and Cairo? Join our Patreon for as low as $3 per month to access special features and bonus content. You can find us online at patreon.com slash thebardiccollege. Thanks for listening to this episode of Cthulhu in Cairo. You can like, share, and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. The music you're listening to is Return of the Mummy by the great Kevin McLeod. Join us next time to see where our intrepid explorers find themselves next.